everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Guys, this is the Came By Show podcast. We are, have a duo of uh, destruction tonight. Jeremy Lamont. Hello, Jeremy. Hey, power duo. I almost said power couple, but a power couple of guys. That's right. And Jeremy, of course, rolling alongside myself. Allow mm-hmm. myself to introduce myself. <laughs> My name is Legrand Jolly. Hi. Uh, Jeremy and I are your hosts for this evening. We're here to bring you the gaming pleasures and delicacies that have been crossing our minds, our eyes and ears. Oh yeah. And our thumbs. We have been sampling from the buffet. My dude, we have been doing that. I, I kind of I violated the sneeze guard though. I kinda of like got a little under there, but it's alright. You know, it's all it's weird. Just, yeah. My my buffet metaphor may limp a little bit. It's kind of fun when it's just uh, Jeremy and I bringing it back to its roots. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, you know, we've got uh, all of our slacking co-hosts that uh, couldn't j- chose flagrantly not to be here when they could. What else could they be doing? I mean, what? Getting rest? There really is nothing no. else better to do on a Wednesday. Visiting evening. family in your once per year? No. Mm-mm. No, not acceptable. No bueno, guys. Sorry. Uh, Salt Lake City weather update, though. It was really hot today, but then as soon as the sun went down, I was outside on my patio with my laptop working. It was amazing. You know what? I, I got a sense that when the sun was up, it was warm or even hot. And then when the sun went down, it became cool. I also, I, I have what it takes. I could you be... did notice that the light turned on and then <laughs> I off did. again? Yes, it was bright and then went to <laughs> subtly into darkness. Uh, and right. right now, it's uh, it's dark. Uh, it is it is very dark right now. In fact, the lights are off in my office. It's time to get rowdy. Oh, yeah. R-O-W-D-I-E up in here. I'm going to get some black lights for my house, and then uh, it's going to be a real party. Gonna. You should. Yeah, once, I mean, and then I'm just going to go around in, like, socks only. <laughs> and, <laughs> no, actually, that, that sounds way too much Only fun. white socks. Yeah, like exactly, only white wear. socks. The only, the only clothing allowed in your house is white socks. <laughs> Pitch blackness, white socks, and black lights. That's it. Sounds pretty amazing. That's how I roll. No, I'm not going to lie. It sounds pretty damn good. Yeah, it sounds all right, right? Well, uh, guess what? I'm rebuilding my computer. Oh, well, that sounds completely miserable. That's happening. Miserable? Yeah. Listen, it's been... My my computer is now six, seven, six or seven years old at this point. Yeah, that's about mine, yeah. My graphics card is new. Mm-hmm. I have a, a GTX 1080 Ti. Okay. But everything else... Well, aside from the case and power supply is old, so the other parts that matter, I guess, the motherboard processor and memory are all, you know, six, seven years old. Yeah. Therefore, mm-hmm. it's time. It's time. And I actually picked up a uh, processor on Prime Day for $50 off. Not bad. Um, and it was already on sale for like $70 off, so I got like 120 bucks off that. And then I randomly, Newegg.com was having a sale that started today, and the, the motherboard I'd been eyeing, like I went to go buy it today, and I clicked on the link that I had saved in my notes, and there it was, but it was on sale for $30 off, so I got my motherboard for cheap. How about that? Not bad. Memory, I paid full price, though. Yeah, sure. Always um, pay full so, price for memory. Yeah, you know, you, you don't want to skimp on no. the parts that actually matter. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, it's got all sorts of LED lights, so I'm about ready to have a bling in case. That's how you know you it's know? a serious machine. I believe the motherboard has an LED thing on it that it can light up and then the the heat sink on the processor has LEDs on it and and the memory sticks also have LEDs you on it. You know what? Them. I'm going to my next machine, I'm going to get some rims. I'm going to get some of those spinners. Dude, they should. <laughs> so as, as it gets going, yeah, it's like exactly. you, you, you look in there and you know the heat sink spinning, but it's 
you know, it doesn't look like it's spinning. Right, but it exactly. Is. That's exactly that what I want. That sounds pretty good. There you go. That sounds pretty good. Anyway, I'm pretty stoked. Uh, this computer, I have noticed, has been chugging, especially when I try to like stream games uh, and play games at the same time. That's the biggest part when I notice the problem. Uh, but just general, in general, you know, yeah. it's nice to get a refresh. Sure. Uh, if you, you buy a new console every five years, I can upgrade my computer every five years. Semi-decadenal, or however yeah, you say exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, what's, what's new in your life, Jeremy? Anything uh, not special? much, not much. But, uh, you know, I would I would love to know, though, with uh, with your newfound horse. So have you actually plugged this stuff in? I mean, are you operational with your newly armed and operational battle No, station? I have my processor oh. sitting on my, my, my uh, shelf. Oh, well, that ain't going to do you no good. <laughs> and I ordered the motherboard today and the memory oh, today. So all right, okay. Hopefully, so depending on the warehouse that Newegg is, has my stuff stored in, if they have them both in their, in their West Coast warehouse, I'll get it. Uh, probably Saturday or Sunday, All right. maybe. All right. Otherwise, it'll be like Monday or Tuesday, right. and then I leave out of town on Wednesday. So it better be, it really better be like I don't know this weekend. So we'll look forward to some serious games next week. Uh, yeah. but as for this week, what baloney have you been playing? This dude, week? I've, I've got an update. <laughs> for, first of all, okay, <laughs> I've got an update on the Game Pass. Okay. Um, just to kind of give people a heads up, because one of the major, the coolest parts about uh steam for example uh-huh. is the cloud saving right yep yep um so like okay like i i can i can install a game that's i haven't played for seven years like i for example i i mentioned on the last show that i had i'd installed torchlight 2 and played a little bit of it right my characters from when i played that game like right when it came out were still there waiting for Interesting. me when i installed it and that would have been on so, what platform pc steam i played on steam mm. yeah i played on steam before but when i reinstalled it like there were my characters still waiting because you know cloud save just kind of worked yeah that's gonna and depend so, i guess on the per game basis though right well yeah and most games at this point have cloud saving you can kind of just expect that it's all built into steam's stuff so yeah. it's like if you're on steam you turn that on and you know you're good to yeah, go sure uh i'm sure there's more to it than that but you know what i mean it's it's just kind of built into the tools uh, anyway, so I was like thinking, like, okay, I'm going to rebuild my computer, which means I'm going to reformat. I'm going to reformat probably, I'm going to do both my drives, I think. I'm just going to go clean slate. Everything's gone. I'm going to back up whatever I need, and I'm going to wipe everything out. Um, so I'm like, well, what about my saves? I'm like, oh, my saves are fine. So I got Steam. Like, uh-oh, but I, I got Game Pass. So now I've got uh, at least two games I've played on uh, the Xbox Game Pass, which I have saves that I actually might care about, mm. being uh, The Messenger and Vampire with a Y. Yes, uh, so I'm like, okay, so what am I going to do? I'll tell you what, it it is not easy to find the saved games. And I don't think they have any sort of cloud saving going on with the Xbox One or Xbox app or whatever on Windows. So uh, I have yet to find a definitive answer anywhere online if they have cloud saving. Mm. So I'm going to have to back those things up. And it is not an easy find. Um, it was difficult to track down where those backups are. Yeah, were. sometimes they're in like the user folder and it's like in some secret area that you can't yeah it's like this weird place it's even harder to like find uh like where your games are actually installed so if you ever wanted to go and find that like you can't he's he's just yeah for as open as a platform that windows and pcs in general pretend to be like this part of this operating system is yeah microsoft started making the sort of windows legal areas to to install like they, they got really restrictive with the program files folder and so i think that people now install a whole bunch of stuff in the user profile and just it's like all over the place now well this is X, this is microsoft's own app though uh-huh. this isn't like some third party this yeah they is don't microsoft know. app. microsoft left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing whatever <laughs> whoever whoever's building the xbox app is like man yeah these windows assholes it's look like what a- they've done <laughs> What are we going to do? Yep. Well, I guess we follow suit. Let's just uh, use this user do profile. Do whatever we can. 
Anyway, I did end up finding it, so all right, uh, it good. is a little convoluted. Good, good. Uh, so I plan on backing all that stuff because I, I don't want to replay the Vampire with the Y stuff I already yeah. have played. Sure. But I am a little nervous. I'm a little nervous that I'm going to not be able to restore those saved games next week. You better just work. you better just not build a new computer, I think. No, I think I need to build a new computer. All right. And I don't, but at what cost? I don't know, man. I'm nervous. I'm just scared, so. Get some of that anxiety. We'll see, well, we'll PSA, see how that goes. PSA, everybody get nervous, I think is the the point of that uh anyway so i have been playing a a game uh-huh <laughs> this is a game i played before uh, a couple times but this time i'm getting into it finally and this game is final fantasy 14 yeah all right i know we've talked about this many times on the show no that's uh, all right Dale. we haven't heard your we haven't heard your perspective on it because uh all right you, I've, got, I've got a perspective tr- traditionally world of warcraft uh going back i played lots of mmos yeah, i go- played wow i played age of conan i played right. guild wars 2 I played Warhammer Online. Yeah. I played. I've kind of dabbled in okay. the MMO space. Sure. sure. Uh, so I am. I'm familiar with most of the major MMOs over the past decade or so. All right. Including I played some Ultima Online back in the day. Oh yeah. All right. Dude. Now that I'm talking Jeremy's yeah, language. Now I'm, I woke up. So how, <laughs> so how is Final Fantasy XIV getting its hooks into you? What is it this time that's uh, that's doing it for you? I think this time I decided I, I was kind of getting the MMO itch. Mm-hmm. I'm um, like, okay. I'm like, what am I going to play? I've been hearing a lot about Final Fantasy XIV lately. Yeah. Um, I've even heard rumors from some people who may be in the know that Final Fantasy XIV has more subscribers currently than WoW has currently. Yeah, it's been a real slow burn for that thing. 2013 it came out, and it seems like it's right. just in the last year that people have been like, oh, what's this Final Fantasy XIV thing? Well, they, they rebuilt it, right? So they made Realm Reborn. When did that come out? Was that 2013, 2013 as well? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so, they, so it's even older out. than that. Yeah, 2011, right, maybe? Right. So the original one, I've got to find it here. It was sometime before that. Okay. Uh, no, actually, let's see. So the before. PlayStation 4 version in May 2013, Realm Reborn. I am not seeing it right offhand. I'll find it, though. But it was a long time ago. Oh, 2011. 2011, the original release. Oh, a patch in 2011. So I think it was sometime in 2011 is what I'm seeing here. Okay, so original game in 2011 was not well received, rebuilt for Realm Reborn, which was 2010. They started issuing apologies in 2010, so it's even before that. Oh my gosh, okay. Well, tell you what. um, So what I've heard, and and this is kind of, people started talking about the story, where the focus on... Final Fantasy XIV is the story, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they started talking about how good it is and how awesome it is and how uh, it gets better with every expansion that they roll out, and there's a lot of just amazing moments, some of the best story beats that have ever existed in yeah. gaming. I mean, I've heard all this hyperbole. Uh, I've heard that specifically right? about their newest expansion, Stormbringer. Yes, I've heard that say, too. Yeah. Uh, which I know, if I ever get to that point, it's going to take me thousands of hours. Yeah, to yeah absolutely. Right? But, so, who, so who knows? But um, And so I'm like, okay, so I started going into it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to play, and I'm going to just play the story and focus on that where i mean traditionally i have i was a big wow player so i played lots of wow and the traditional wow is like okay yeah you kind of level through the areas and then you grind dungeons and raids for decades right yeah and that's basically what you do until the next expansion comes out and they release story content and they have story stuff Uh, but the thing with that's really kind of struck me with final fantasy 14 story is how it really focuses on you the player and your story Mm -hmm. as opposed to the story of um just everything around you, right? Yeah. Um, and so the story, the the single player story is very much, you know, puts you up as the hero of the 
the warrior of light or whatever that is going right. to save everyone. And you have special powers and the, the mother crystal visited you and gave you some special gifts that allow you to be the badass that yeah, they you kinda, deserve to be. They kind of double down on that. It's not even like other games where it's like, Oh, here is our wandering hero. But they're like, you are the actual chosen like, one. You like you are it. Yeah. And everyone's like, and whenever you talk to like NPCs, like, Oh, hello. Whoa. Yeah, it's you. by your presence. Yeah. 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 Um, so that, that's what kind of really struck me as different from, where it feels like you're playing a Final Fantasy game to a degree with the way that the story focuses on you. Yeah, yeah. And the things that's going on. Like, like, I've played solo, purely solo, aside from, like, the dungeon that I had to run with people. Right. Um, I, I played, like, purely solo up to this point, and I feel like I haven't missed out of anything. It feels Mm-mm. like a great game to play by yourself, you know? Yeah, they, they do a real good job letting you kind of move back and forth between your solo content and, you know, for example, even the class system. I think we've talked about this. If you've got a friend who you're playing on the same server uh, and, and they're, let's say they're in a totally earlier, you know, lower level, you can just switch your, I mean, it's not as good as some things like City of Heroes used to have a really cool like Paragon sidekick system. But here you can basically, you know, just level down based on your equipment, on the gear that you equip. Um, well, so, so it's based on the weapon you equip will equip yeah, like what that equips uh, the class. Yep. And the then class. you're, mm-hmm. and so, uh, so and then you, it won't allow you to let, then, then you can equip gear based on your class level yeah. at that point. And so even right? your party. So sometimes it'll be like, well, you've got to do this part by yourself and it'll like instance you out into a solo thing and everyone else presumably is doing the same thing, but they, they make it easy to kind of weave in and out of the single player stuff and friend stuff. So you can actually start single player, go with friends back out and play your own thing. It doesn't really, you know, funnel you into one or the other necessarily. It's very flexible. Right. And it, and it feels great. Like it, it, it plays really well. Uh, the story is what kind of is now catching my eye. I'm kind of, I finally got to the moment where it's starting to kind of open up. Mm -hmm. Um, so the first, you know, 15 levels or so you're kind of stuck in one area. And then finally it's like, okay, yes, magical warrior, you are great. And we need you to do great things for us. You must now travel the world and join, unite the armies and like, okay, yep. I'm on my way, and then you kind of, you know, pack your backpack full of peanut butter and jam sandwiches and head out. And the other thing that's cool about it, too, is that you'll go to these other areas, which are actually the starting areas for other, you know, potentially at the beginning of the game, you pick a starting area. And there are all those low-level quests when you get there, but you can just fly by those and maybe go back and pick them up later. Um, And there's just a lot of, there's just a whole spider web of of stuff that you could potentially be doing. And it'll really keep you busy if you want to dig into it. There's a lot of stuff in that game I've noticed. I mean, just all the jobs that exist and even the ancillary jobs like the crafting stuff seems kind of interesting and have their own unique quests and and storylines to a degree. And um, yeah, so I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of feeling it now this time. Finally, I've kind of got my grasp. I think one of the things that. The, well, one of the problems I think that Final Fantasy fourteen has is that it is so deep and there's so many things to do that I think for any player that's just kind of fired up for the first time, um, they're probably going to have problems or questions on knowing exactly where to go and what to do. I yeah. think the mapping is a little lacking, in my opinion. Um, They've but actually once you improved kind of, that, I think. I think it's easier now than it used to be because they'll, they'll always imagine. give you some icons for like, where's your mainline quest and, and stuff like that. So they do let you manage it. Think. Yeah, so so my brother's kind of gotten into it, and we're kind of getting into it together. He's been into it for a little bit, uh, but he's still on Realm Reborn content as well. Yeah, or, yeah. But he, uh, I think he's on the in-between content between that and the first expansion. But anyway, he, uh, so he's been playing it for a bit, but I had to like sit him down. Um, he was over at my house the other day, and I had to sit him down and say, hey man, you need to explain to me <laughs> what I'm supposed to be doing, because I was really confused about... 
I was like leveling and I was like level my class. My job was like level 21 or something like that. Uh-huh. But I was in a zone where all the quests were like level 15. So I'm like, why? Like, where do I go to like get higher level quests? And I talked to my brother and he's like, yeah, you just, well, you have your main story quest. Yeah. I'm like, well, what's what? Where's that? And he kind of said, well, that's this. And I'm like, yeah. okay. With the big I've fancy doing those, meteor icon. Mm-hmm. Right. I've been doing those without even knowing that I was doing them. It was just uh, you know, like, oh, I'm, here's a little icon. I'm going to do this quest. And, right. Right. And so he's like, well, what you need to do is just do those until you can't do any more. And then just you'll be in an area where it's going to be appropriate for your yeah. level. Yeah, I mean, the thing then is you to, level and to, then to you go broad, to, and... to go looking for all those side quests is probably not like the best way to play this. Like you probably want to just right. pick up side quests of convenience as you are there, but not go specifically out looking for those. Yeah, pick, you, pick up the side quests that. You know, to help you level to your next story quest, because in right. my opinion, that seems like the focus of the game. Because here's the thing: the if what the, I think the way they do it is they build it so that you know later on when you you know you're done being a pugilist and you want to come back and be a archer or something, you're going to be kind of going through those same areas doing those other quests because you've got to level those guys up separately. They'll actually right. power level you for your second and third and fourth and whatever else, but um, you've they, they they leave content breadcrumbs all around for you to come pick up later. Yeah. Uh, I, I did notice something. Uh, so I looked up what all the icons mean because there's like different types of quest icons that you'll see. And so I actually mm-hmm. looked them up and this icon means you're going to get like an ability or a new something out of it. And this icon means a standard side quest and this icon's a story quest. And so they've, you know, broken that out to kind of help you kind of lead you along or direct you in places where they think hmm. you know might be interesting. Um, so I, I did a lot of digging and my brother explained a lot of things to me. And so now... Um, yeah, I'm rocking and rolling. I'm all in. I think my job's like level 23. I'm an, I'm playing an arcanist uh, currently. Oh yeah, all right. And uh, yeah, the other the other cool part was just to kind of talk about how the how the story focus. This is kind of what I wanted to bring up. Yeah, sure. About that where I, I so I unlocked the first dungeon, which kind of went along with the story, and and um, I had to go deal with some pirates in a cave, right? Yeah. And so I headed down and got into a party, and I had to go talk to the guy. It was like the the guy at the bar. Say, like, hey man, I'm here to here to go and do this thing. He's like, oh, cool. I, I knew they were sending an adventure. I didn't know it was you. Warrior of light. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you are so amazing to do this thing for us. And then I went and did the dungeon. It was cool. It felt like a standard, mm-hmm. you know, dungeon like I would expect from an MMO, MMO, which was fine. You kill trash mobs, kill bosses, get loot, et yep. cetera, et cetera. Uh, then I got out and went to go turn in the quest of that guy. And part of, like, the cutscene when I turned in the quest was, like, these other adventures like came rolling up ready to accept the job from the guy. And they're like, Oh, you're here. Like, damn it. We're too late to get this job. <laughs> and they were like all mad because you know, the warrior of light had shown up before and claimed the right, job and right, took right. care of business before they could get there. Like next time we need to be quicker friends. They had like a group of people there, like another party that was like, you know, you like it's just a bunch of new ca- other characters in the game where that were like another questing party, adventuring right. party. They were there to go do jobs and dungeons. Yeah, and- they they don't really hide the fact. I mean, we were talking about how they sort of hold you up as this paragon, but they also don't hide the fact that there's like a ton of people all around. It's just you get to be this you know special one, and I guess that's not really unique in terms of of MMOs in general. But uh, they, I think they they just do a good job kind of folding that into the narrative. They I do a ex- job of focusing on you, the character, rather than you, the character, is also with all these other right. characters because it's not really it's not really that. Like it doesn't seem like they have you propped up as the dude that. I'm know. excited for you to eventually get to about level 25 or 30 because they start to do some kind of real cool things with the. Uh, the the story that they, they take that idea to the next logical step and it I, they just do a real good job with it i think it's a good game yeah I'm, I'm super excited and i hear that the once the expansions hit like the story really opens up and gets really amazing 
Um, so that's kind of what's driving me right now. Uh, so it's got us hooks a little bit in me. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped on it. Um, listening to the soundtracks, et cetera, et cetera. I picked up uh, Heaven's Word recently when they they did their last uh, free login campaign and they gave that away. And I had never purchased it because I just don't progress that fast in the game. Uh, so I, I'm looking forward eventually to getting into Heaven's Word uh, as well. And uh, they've you know they've been keeping up a pretty good clip of of content in the last couple of years. Uh, I mean, it almost feels like Square Enix has really kind of figured out that they have. You know, they've they've found some firm ground on this, and I think they're, you know, kind of ramping up, well, it feels like. The, a the bit. thing that makes a game like this have more staying power than WoW, I mean, WoW was great, and WoW's a great game. I'm not going to, would never trash on WoW. I think WoW's awesome. It's just not for me anymore right now. Uh, is that the sto- since the story is so focused, since the game is so focused on story, if, as they release more content, it's not just like, oh, I'm just doing this more, you know, new quest to grind and more rats to kill and more dungeons to run. It's like, no, there's an actual really, really cool story focused on you, the character. And so, I mean, it seems like if they could keep releasing content like that, and as long as they don't, the gameplay, um, you know, feels good still and you enjoy the story, if you're there for the story, it's right. They could continue releasing story content forever. And, yeah. Yep. You know, Absolutely. Keeps the drivers going. And then, you know, um, if Final Fantasy XI is any benchmark for that uh you know there's another right. good decade of this so yeah exactly and so cool man so it's, it's got it's got it's got me going right now so i'm gonna write it out uh this is now my mmo of choice um nice so we'll see how it goes if, if you can figure out you know how to work the loading screen how to work the the right. launcher and how to log into your account then then everything's going to be fine uh, but if you can figure out how to get past that first boss, um, you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, um, no doubt. but yeah, I guess you buy Shadowbringers and you get all the other expansions that come with it, right? So right. you get everything. You buy the latest and you get everything. Yep. Yep. Um, That's what so I understand. I'm all in right now. Um, can't wait to get that. Keep going. So anyway. well, real good. Real good. Uh, well, I've been playing something a little different, uh, actually quite different, in fact, from from uh, Final Fantasy or from an RPG. Uh, I've been playing a a little game called Baba Is You. And Ooh. I don't know if you've heard anything about Baba Is You. I have. I, I've kind of looked at it, but I don't quite. I it's, don't quite. I don't quite understand. So yeah, it's it's a little tough to grok at first. So Baba Is You is a mechanically uh, very simple game. Uh, it is a top-down sort of puzzle game. I want to say something like I don't know, Adventures of Lolo, kind of thing, where it's like you you essentially are represented by a little icon that is you know, very jaggy, very pixely sort of uh, thing. And and the movement is very simple. It's on a grid, up, down, left, right. Um, and you can push things a little bit like Lolo or some of those early uh, puzzle adventure type games. Um, the thing that Baba Is You does that no other game does is it is a puzzle game. It is a programming game. It is a grammar game. So it's all three of those things. Because as... Um, well, here's the thing. I was about to describe who you, the player, are, but Baba is you most of the time. However, uh-huh. uh, th- what th- that sentence, Baba is you, is made up of three parts. A uh, a noun or subject, a verb, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, su- subject, object, subject, verb, object, right? So uh, Baba is you. Um, the thing is that in the... Uh, in the playing field, you may have other sentences that say something like, for example, wall is stop. And so in the game, if you come across objects that look like walls, you cannot pass through them as long as there is a valid grammatical sentence on the screen that says wall is stop, those three parts. If, however, yeah. as Baba, who's represented a little bunny, Baba is is a bunny, uh, sort of, 
cat type thing. Uh, Baba can push things around, like pushing the words around. So for example, you can break the grammar of the sentence, rock is push, so that that sentence no longer is in effect. Uh, or, or, or sorry, not rock is push, but wall is stop is, is I guess what I said. So if you break the sentence wall is stop, now walls no longer stop you. You can now move through the walls. If you have, as I sort of gave away there, rocks, rock is push. You, whenever you bump up against a rock, you can push the rock. But if you break the sentence structure, rock is push, then you will simply move over at the top of rocks and they won't, you know, you, you can't interact with them. So uh, then lastly, you might have something like a flag and the flag is part of a sentence. Flag is win. And if you move on to the flag, if that sentence exists, then you win that level. So a little bit in, in I kind of put it in the, uh, the, the lineage of something like, um, uh, uh, what, what, what's the uh, word knots? What was the, uh, I'm suddenly. Awesome. Uh, scribble knots. Scribble knots. Yes, there you go. So I sort of put this into the same container with something like scribble knots, where essentially there's a star in scribble knots and whatever you can do to get there, whatever words you can write that you can jetpack. Yeah, exactly. Jetpack will get it every time. <laughs> Wings, whatever. So in this case, Baba is you uh, basically takes you through a series of very well done, increasingly tutorial kinds of levels uh, that will help you to figure things out. Like, for example, you can push things into other things and they will displace those things. So, for example, you can and I don't want to give away too much here, but just just for example, uh, you can push, say, if you have the, the, the sentence, um, you know, rock is push and Baba is you, if you push the word rock in place of Baba, now rock is you. And now you become the icon of the rock instead of the rabbit. He stays still because he's no longer you. The rock is now you and you can now move around and you're subject to the same rules that everything else is. If wall is still stop or flag is still win or whatever. As the game progresses, you will meet uh, a number of extra nouns and verbs and eventually you'll get to some conjunctions like and so Baba is you and stop or go or, you know, whatever. And, and as long as those things are, are organized into a grammatically complete configuration, you basically can change the rules of the game as you play it. Now, of course, the developers of the game have sort of laid out the, the parameters. So usually some of the, the given concepts are going to be like walled off up in a corner somewhere or, you know, somewhere that because you can only push these words around. You can't pull them or manipulate them in any other way. So if you, if you push a word into a corner, you're, you're stuck there. So there's actually a little rewind button that you can rewind or restart as often as you want. Uh, it's very, very forgiving. But the, the idea, though, of the the difficulty or the challenge of of managing all of these different uh you know nouns and verbs and does it um, get frustrating because there's so much stuff going on well kind of but most of the time every level is is so different that it's mostly like that there's sort of a method to it right like you you just kind of have to take stock of what your resources are that are on the playing field in front of you and and they do sometimes get get real tricky. Um, so so for example, sometimes it's all about well, what's the sentence I can make that in the early stages of the game? What's the sentence I can make that unlocks it all for me? You eventually will get to things where it's like okay, um, I need to you know uh, instead of saying flag is win or rock is push, I'm going to change something to say flag is rock and change them both into rocks so that now I've got two rocks that I can now say rock is push and then push them both somewhere and then change something else. And then eventually Bob, you know, Baba is whatever. So they, you, you eventually get familiar with the, the thought process, I guess. I mean, the, the game is laid out in a very elegant, increasing difficulty 
kind of manner. The, the, it's a very slow ramp, but every stage stretches your brain just a little bit. So as far as frustration goes, yes, you can get to a point where it's like, I, I just don't know what to do. But the levels themselves are conjoined by a sort of Super Mario Brothers 3 style map. And every time you unlock, uh, or every time you complete a puzzle, usually you'll have two or three other places that you can go um, to figure things out. The other thing is that this, uh, this mechanic lends itself towards some very flexible outcomes. I mean, kind of in the same way that scribble knots would, you know, it's like whatever you can do to get there, do it. Uh, I've played Baba is you with friends or in front of friends and they would, you know, this is a great game to show someone else. Actually, if you, if you get a copy of Baba is you, which is normally like 15 bucks, uh, it was on sale on the eShop, I think, uh, last week for like 30% off or something. It was like 10 bucks. Um, it's fun to put it in front of someone and you could be friends kids it's a real good logic puzzle for kids they might it'd be fun to play with like a significant other yeah oh yeah oh yeah and and especially yeah, if, work together to solve something yes or i find it fun just to show somebody the levels that i've already done and to kind of watch the gears turn a little bit it's on and, sale on the switch right now for 10.50 yeah yeah and i recommend it at that price it's it's good at the full price 15 dollars. it's 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 different it's unique there's nothing else like baba is you uh, other than scribble knots, no, it's Baba is you is definitely different. It's not like scribble knots. No, it's not. I mean, it's got the same, you know, it's got the v- same very, open very guess. broadly. It's, but I think it seems like that this is a little bit more like there is an exact solution. There's for yes. a level, it, right? or or maybe two or three, and every once in a while someone will surprise you. Like I, when I was playing, even the first couple of levels, the guy who showed the game to me was like, "Whoa, I didn't do it that way," and I was like, "Oh, well, I just, you know." And it, so that so there is some flexibility. So again, back to the question of frustration. Um, you know, there, there could be that, but there is just as much opportunity for you to do something creative that, uh, you know, presumably someone already had figured out, but it's, it's not necessarily that there is a strict, strict way to do every, sometimes there are, sometimes there are. Um, but, but for example, I just want to give you one example. That's not really a spoiler because you still have to figure out the mechanics of it, but there's one level that's called poem. And, uh, the, the level is organized in a kind of vertical manner and the poem reads, uh, violet, uh, sorry, rose is red, violet is blue, uh, wall is stop, Baba is you. And um, I, I love that level. That is such a great level. And and the thing is that you can shuffle the whole thing up and down vertically so that, you know, suddenly um, violet is red and rose is blue and so on and so on. And it, it does these like just silly little things where the, the, the flowers that are on the map change colors, but Somewhere in there is a solution to get to, you know, the flag. Flag is win. Baba is you. Something like that. Uh, and I and I just thought it was so cute. Um, it it really is cool. And and actually, the little bunny is such a goofy looking little the little icon for Baba, and his eyes are kind of googly and off center and stuff. And it's yeah, it's just it's just real cute. And it's re- it's just really there. There are a few games that I would put on a list of like the really genius. Um, smart games. And I think in the past, I may even have talked about completely unrelated, but uh, Super Time Force. I don't know if you ever played that game, uh-uh. um, but it, it, but that's another one that I would recommend. It, it, it's not related in any way, but it's got just such a genius little concept uh, of, of temporal displacement and single player multiplayer playing with your previous lives of, you know, and, and figuring out how to get through a shooter level. Um, Baba is you is like that. And I, I really can't recommend it highly enough. It, it came out, uh, I want to say it came out earlier this year. And, and I think it was on my list of games, uh, for, for this year that we talked about last week. I'm not, I'm not sure if it, if it was, but, uh, mm-hmm. but, but I, I strongly recommend seeking out Baba is you. And, uh, I believe that you might, there might even be a demo 
on the switch huh. of Baba's Yard. I could be wrong about that, but uh, go go look for that. Go look for that. Try it out. And uh, yeah, eventually, I mean, there's there's other verbs and stuff, and you'll you'll have characters like Keke who uh, will either sit or he'll move on his own. And you know, sometimes you've got to figure out how to get other characters to push things or to. It, right. it gets real complicated real fast. I've been watching a, some dude play like since we've been talking about it and yeah yeah it looks it looks like a game that i would play until i got frustrated at something and I but then you can always come back later because again it's also one of those things where like the solution may come to you when you're not thinking of it right yeah one of those where you just step away for a little bit and and come back and like solve it first thing or something it's one of those right and and you know that i did that i did that on the messenger i I told my kids i'm like hey i was dying on this boss like over and over and over again i I told my i told him i taught him i taught him a life lesson i taught my kids this life lesson i said hey guys Listen, we're going to put this down. We're going to go get some food and I'm going to come back down and I'm going to beat it first try. And they're like, no, you're not. And I totally did. After dying like, you know, 20 and times. And you just came back boss, and crushed it. I came back and did it and beat it. Nice. In one try and it blew their minds. Nice. <laughs> taught, them a, taught them a strong life lesson. Good. You know? Yes, absolutely. So, absolutely. Anyway. Well, folks, uh, we have a strong life lesson for you. Uh, Repetition uh, makes something better. And uh, that's what we do here at the Game Bite Show. Every week we do two podcasts. You just made it through one of them. Uh, Don't worry. We've got another one coming up uh, very shortly. Top of the week on Sunday, we're going to talk to you about the video game news and such, uh, all those things that are coming out. Uh, But uh, that's going to wait. Uh, We're going to let that one simmer for just a little bit. In the meantime, if you have any thoughts about the games that we've played, if you've been digging into an MMO, Final Fantasy XIV in particular, uh, if you've played Baba Is You, or if you have any ideas about some... uh, It's part of the game club, Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> We're doing all the game kinds. club was changed to Final Fantasy. I don't know if you noticed. Was it? Oh, I saw. I saw uh, Dale was talking about Final Fantasy Tactics or something on there. I, I just, I just changed it. I just oh, changed it. I see. Final Fantasy Twelve. Uh, Dale was playing. So yeah, I mean, if you're playing any Final Fantasy games, come join us. Whatever. Uh, if you've got any examples of genius little puzzle games, let us know about that. Also, you can find us on Twitter to tell us all about it. Collectively, we are at Game Byte Show on Twitter. You can also reach out to us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. I am never on Twitter. But if you, like, sent me a message on Twitter, I would totally get a text message, and I would respond to it. You might notice. I'm at, I, I'm at LeGrand. He is at LeGrand. You can also find our podcasting compatriots. Jared Red I Done is at R-E-D underscore I. You can find Dale Jones at Count Elmdor. Speaking of Jared, you can find our work at twitch.tv slash Show. Uh, this past week, we played Imperator Rome. Uh, at least he did. For some reason, I could never get the thing to work, so I just kind of sat there and made snide comments. But uh, that's part of the, uh, just part of the charm of us, I would say. Uh, but you can find that over twitch.tv slash Show. Find our archives at youtube.com slash Show or GameByteShow.com, which includes a link to our Discord server we were talking about a little bit earlier. Come and join us there. We would certainly love to have you and uh, participate in some of these awesome game clubs uh, and some other shenanigans that we get up to there. Uh, like I said, we'll be back in a few days to talk to you about news and such. But until then, this has been your Game Byte Show podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. See ya. Baba is me.